Asian Inner Circle Podcast. I'm your host, Katherine Witcher, and today is the day that you need to give up your all-or-nothing mindset in special education. This is something that is really prevalent, but before we jump into that conversation, let me share with you something that happened to Sandy. Sandy joined the special education inner circle just last week. She was hanging out on Facebook. She tags her friend Danielle and uh, she ends up tagging me and it says, Danielle, you've got to get in here. I just started last week in the special education inner circle. I wish I would have found this 16 years ago. And that's what I don't want to happen to you. I want you to be inside of the special education inner circle so you can get the help that you need to move special education forward, IEPs forward for your child or for your students. It's for parents, it's for teachers, and you can become a special education insider at specialedinnercircle.com. So now let's talk today about our hot topic of this all or nothing mindset in special education. There's a firestorm of conversation that's happening over on Instagram and Facebook because I reposted a post from somebody that says, it's 2020, let's get rid of Algebra 2 in high school and replace it with financial fundamentals. Let's teach kids about careers, not just college, salaries, credit, budgeting, taking out a loan, investing, college debt, buying a house, filing taxes. So you might agree with that. You might agree that you took Algebra 2 and uh, you never used it or at least you don't think that you're using it. You might agree that we need more talk about careers versus just the college path. You might agree that there's a lot of things in your child's curriculum or upcoming in their curriculum that is not really uh, needed in the upcoming years. It's not gonna be used on a regular basis, it's not gonna be a priority. You might agree with that. So here's the thing, there are hundreds of comments underneath that post right now saying, yes, I agree, yes, I agree, yes, I agree. Now there's a couple of people that said, mm, I'm not sure if I agree all the way. And uh, I'm over there on that side of that, I'm not sure that I agree all the way. Why do we have to get rid of Algebra 2 to teach something like financial fundamentals? We don't need to get rid of anything. What we need to do is prioritize what needs to happen for each individual uh, student. What we have to do is to make sure that we are really prioritizing what needs to happen to prepare every child for further education, employment, and independent living when they have an IEP. What we need to do is to get out the fluff and put in the priorities for a child. Now, that might mean getting rid of Algebra 2 inside of the curriculum for some students. It might mean leaving it in. It is not an all or nothing mindset. We have this mindset all the time. This all or nothing, either you receive special education in the special education room or you go into general education, but you can't have both. That's simply not true. When we do things right, you can have special education services anywhere. You can absolutely have a, an environment that is more self-contained or is more specialized with direct instruction, or you might have an environment that's more general education. It's not an all or nothing. 
It's too often that we think in special education that we have to give something up in order to get something else. Now, that I'm not talking about compromise. That's going to happen, right? But we don't have to give something up all the way. What we have to do is decide what is right for that student at that time. So my first thought when I when I listen to all of the comments and I'm reading the conversation about getting rid of Algebra 2 and get into this financial fundamentals is yes, but there's the one reason that I don't like that. It's because we not are we shouldn't be all or nothing. Okay. The second reason is that I want to be real careful for my own children and for your children and students what we're asking a school to teach. Here's what I mean. How I feel about money, how I do budgeting, how I feel about debt could be much different than you. I mean, I have disagreements with my husband about money, right? I'm sure you have disagreements in your family about money. So we have to be real careful when we put objectives into the school, into an IEP, or we're saying get rid of one curriculum and bring in another curriculum when absolutely it's going to uh, bring in a teacher's opinion, a teacher's uh, mindset on money in this case. And I'm not saying that teachers can't have opinions, but a lot of times I'm just going to call it out. Opinions are presented as facts in education. And when we're talking about something like financial fundamentals, we'd have to be real careful about making sure that it is a higher level of thinking, meaning it is the, the foundation, but it's not necessarily all the details because a lot of that needs to be done within the family. So my students, uh, my children who are um, in high school, they have to take a personal finance class. And I looked at what they learned and it was okay. It was some higher level basic stuff. I, there was nothing wrong with it. So, you know, maybe this post that I'm talking about was talking about that type of class where it just kind of gave you the basics of like, what does interest mean? Um, you know, that loans typically come with interest. You know, what does a mortgage look like? Um, what does saving for a rainy day look like in general, maybe he's talking about that, but he lists a lot of different things in that post that really get into what a family needs to teach individually. That doesn't mean they can't have the support of the school. That doesn't mean that you can't work on a higher level skill. This just means that we have to be very careful when we are asking somebody to teach something inside of the IEP that has a personal preference and how it's taught or that or how we are going to use this skill in the real world. There are a lot of topics like this, but money is probably one of the biggest ones of how are we going to budget? How are we going to save? Is it okay to have credit cards? Is it not okay to have credit cards? Is it okay to have a car payment or should we not have car payments? Is it okay? So if we're going to open it up as a discussion, that's great. If we're going to teach it in a way of an absolute, then that's a problem. So I want you to really consider as you're moving forward into 2021 and you're deciding what is most important going forward. 2020 fell apart. We have the opportunity in 2021 to put special education back together better than it ever was. 
I promise you, you have the opportunity to define what appropriate really means. Remember when you have an IEP, you are providing a child with a free and appropriate public education. So what is appropriate? How are we going to redefine that? Because what was appropriate in 2018, 2019, and 2020 is not going to be appropriate in 2021 as we start to move forward. We're going to need to dig into topics like money, like technology, uh, different careers. We're going to have to dig into topics that are going to require us to look outside the all or nothing mindset, to look outside. This is how it's done. Either you accept this or you move on. That's not true. We're going to have more compromise than ever going forward in special education, and that's not a bad thing. If we can really start the conversation and work towards a desired end result, and by the way, you guys, I've been talking a lot about a parent input statement. That's where all of this really um, gets started and should be the driver inside of the IEP. So if you open up your IEP right now and uh, for your child, for your students, and you looked at the parent educational concerns, what would you see? How is that really setting the precedence for what we should be prioritizing? Our finances in there. If they are, let's address them. We don't need to wait for the school curriculum to change for us to address something like that inside of the IEP. Do you have a clear vision on what a parent is expecting for this appropriate education? Because what I think is appropriate is different than what you think is appropriate, and that's okay. That's why we individualize things. Are you ready to give up the mindset of it has to be this way and it's never going to change? No, it's going to change. You can make that change. We have to start the conversations. It's going to get tough. We're all going to be okay. We're going to get through it. We're going to make these compromises. We're going to find out how to do inclusion better. We're going to find out how to do technology better. We're going to find out how to prioritize better. We're working towards that right now, but it starts with the parent input statement. That's inside of your IEP roadmap. That's also inside of your special education inner circle online course, which you can get at special ed inner circle. You'll have myself, you'll have a team of master IEP coaches walking you through next steps in the IEP process. So there's two things that I want you to walk away with today. Number one is it's not all or nothing. Number two is be careful what you ask the school to teach because it's not always going to be taught your way. That's okay. If you're willing to compromise, you're willing to have the conversations, you're willing to get on the same page and really figure out what needs to happen to provide this appropriate education. All right. I hope to see you guys inside the special ed inner circle.com. I'll see you over there. We're ready to take next steps with you.